I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sports reporters assemble! NBC Sports, Football Morning and American columnist Peter King. What do you think about the Chase Thomas podcast? I'd like to plug the Chase Thomas podcast. Listen to Chase Thomas. You'll be a smarter sports fan and obviously a much better human being. Matt Chernoff from 680 The Fans, Chuck and Chernoff Show here. And I want to say thanks for listening to today's episode of the Chase Thomas Podcast. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, and all your favorite podcast apps. Chase Thomas went to Parkview in North Georgia. He's a local Atlanta kid, and he won't let the Luca versus Trey thing go. He interned with us back in the day, and you'll always remember him. Anyway, definitely go check out ChaseThomasPodcast.com where you can find all of Chase's previous episodes, all of his articles, and do him a solid. Leave him a rating and review if you're an Apple Podcast listener. Reminder to listen to our show, Chuck and Chernoff, Monday through Friday, 3 to 7 on 680 The Fan, and subscribe to my podcast as well. Welcome to Matlana, wherever you get your podcasts. Chase Thomas Podcast. The Chase Thomas Podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I, hate, I already hate it. I hate it. All right, hello, and welcome back to the sports reporters who have indeed reassembled. Bobby Silverman up there in New York City is dancing. It's sunny in New York. It looks pretty good. His Knicks are back, as many people are saying, um, shutting down the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, we're posting this before uh, Game 4 here. Um, Bob, I feel like you're you're feeling pretty good. You're, the Mets are good outside of Max Scherzer uh, being banned for 10 games, but... You know, pretty good. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers, mm-hmm. your favorite quarterback, many are saying, especially online, offline, <laughs> all the time. Uh, and the Knicks are good. What Things are great. Ju- what jocular ribald commentary we're jumping into right away. <laughs> the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh, Bob. You can't enjoy Knicks returning um, funness without the Jets being the Jets. That's just how it works. You, you can't the Jets are always the Jets, though. That's true. I'm I'm sorry. We are five days away from the most holy and sacred days of the year. Well, we'll get to that, Bob, because we have some draft okay. stuff for you. I know you've been grinding the tape. I know you have your multiple tabs. I know you got Dave Brugler. Oh man, Andrew, he is just all in on this. Wow. Well done. Well done. Well done. That was good. Also here. Still in yeah. Detroit, Michigan. When does the move happen? AL.com so sports the move editor is Andrew uh, <laughs> So the move is happening as we uh, peel behind, uh, peel back the curtain a little bit. The move is happening next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, spoiler alert, I will not be here. Um, but <laughs> um, I don't officially move until, because my moving date for the apartment Um as we knock on wood, um, is like mid-May. So uh, we may be broadcasting from Alabama in mid-May. 
So, yeah. Well, I was going to say, uh, I'm doing the math here, because if you're leaving next week, we and be, mid-May is when it opens Andrew up, are you leaving in a hotel for two from, weeks? No, no, I'm going to be staying with a friend. Okay. Uh, He's going to be recording the, from the bathrooms the of a Perkins. It's going to be a little tight. <laughs> wow, that's going to, yeah, that's, wow, no. Um, no, okay. I'm still going to be here in Detroit with a friend for a few weeks. So. Okay. There you go. All right. But I was did you buy here, Andrew. But, the but, math was not great. Tell us about but, your new apartment. How? What kind of apartment did you land? Uh, it's probably gonna be the same as here, two bedroom, because I need an office to you know to to get my stuff done as a, a professional mm-hmm. journalist. Um, let's see. I'm also kind of stressed out. Why draft week? Mm. Um, two, trying to organize a move. Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Eastern Conference fight or Eastern Conference uh, first round, a little stressful, a little more stressful than I want. You know, it's not uh, stressful on your plate. Uh, let's see. Tottenham has completely just crapped the bed and is gonna fall out of the top six. So I love that no. Liverpool taking care of business. Late oh my god! Oh, go away. Um, let's see what else. Um, that's about it. Yeah, everything's. I might be a curmudgeon today, so I'm just going to embrace it because everything's Uh, terrible. You know, everything's awesome, actually, because Alabama sucks again, which is cool. Like, that is. Okay, okay. Are we we having that conversation? No, I just wanted to throw that out there at the top of this show because you're going to be covering a a bad Alabama team, which is fun. Wow. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. I am so so ready for Tennessee and and, uh, and Tuscaloosa this fall. I'm so ready for 49-14. Are you? Is. Is. Is Peyton Manning walking through that door? Is, Joe is walking is, through is, that door. Is, is Rick Clawson walking through that door? Is Casey Clawson? I was going to say, you went Rick before Casey? Well, I mean, once again, when's the last time Tennessee has won there? Well, they almost did with uh, Jonathan Crompton in front of the program, where Terrence Cody... Uh, oh, yeah, blocked the kick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, watch, I remember watching that live. Yeah, look... I, I think Tennessee is going to be halfway decent this year. Yes, Bob, this is a college football minute, so uh, mm-hmm. just to take your uh, time real quick. Look, Tennessee—they're going to have a fantastic season. I mean, they're going to run into Georgia and just get absolutely you know, uh, super get them at home this year. A, so I think it'll be close. I think Georgia, Tennessee will be close this year. Uh, maybe. I mean, look—it's not Todd Mocking running that offense. It's Mike Bobo, baby. It's not if, Stetson Bennett terrorizing me uh, with bootlegs. It's me, Carson Beck, the statue back there. It's going to be close. If if Alabama can get the right quarterback in the portal, I think they'll be fine. I don't um, think so. Tommy Reese sucks. Like, it's just one of those things. I don't, we just... Well, well, okay, so, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I will defend Tommy Reese in this sense. Mm-hmm. One, if you look at what the – and I said this when he got the job mm-hmm. – is that he's basically going from a Lexus mm-hmm. – to a souped-up sports, you know, sports track-ready, you know, BMW. Wow, like, Lexus is not going to be a presenting sponsor of the podcast anytime soon. Absolutely not. But I'm Drive saying, like, it's nice. It's, it's like, it's nice, mm-hmm. it's great, but now all of a sudden, everything in terms of talent, in terms of depth, is upgraded at Alabama. Mm. So, like... There's a difference between putting a scheme together for essentially one one skill position that actually can catch the football at Notre Dame, which is tied in, and now all of a sudden 
you can expand a Nick Saban offense with more weapons. I don't think so. We watched that offense last year. A lot of those receivers out the door. Uh, Jameer Gibbs not in that backfield anymore. Yeah. They, I, they I can be gotten. Be They're downgrading at the quarterback spot. I'm not think, worried about Alabama this fall, Andrew. I think they'll Andrew. be. Here's, here's the thing. This is why, if anything, mm. this is why like Nick Saban, there's no pressure on Nick Saban this year. Oh, I disagree. No, there's no there's no pressure. George I'm not saying job for, status pressure, but no. I think this is one of those where the the Bill Belichick type season where he did a heat check. This was this is his Matt Patricia as OC hire Tommy Reese. No, this is what no, happened here. No, Bill O'Brien, Lane no, Kiffin, Mike Loxley. These are all great offensive no, minds. This is a you miss. Can, are, he couldn't get his guy. What? Who? I mean, anyone. Like even Cliff would be more fun. Like they went a step back. You went out. Here's and got, my here's my thing with Cliff. Okay, here here's the beef I have with Cliff. If you put Cliff in that USC offense, mm. or if you put Cliff in that Alabama offense, he's running Nick Saban's offense. It's not like the OC goes and takes the takes their own playbook. No, you're running Nick Saban's offense. Yeah. So I don't know if Cliff would have worked. I think Cliff would have tried to make it work, but at the same time, Cliff, if you if you saw Cliff at Texas Tech, you understand that he's he's kind of like that old school manager where it's like I'll let you go for as long as you want to go on like what's a pitch count? Never heard of it. <laughs> Throw it again. Yeah, Nick's not gonna no yeah no. So have fun in L.A., Cliff. That'll be. I mean, he's got a Super good gig. Neat. He's working three days a week, living in L.A. Like, he's going to be on the beach a lot. He's getting paid a lot of money not to really coach full-time. Cliff's got a good so, gig. So this basically is a good spot for him. Is, is, is he going to be college football's version of David Duchovny in the... Um... Ooh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Basically, You're... yes. Yeah. Um, Bobby. Okay. Yeah, Bob. Mm, we're, 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 done talking we're done with our college football, football minute. And it's time for your next, oh. who are up 2-1 oh, sounded, in this series with Cleveland. It sounded thrilling. Yes, I was, it was enthralled. Um, but Knicks, Knicks basketball, Knicks, which we will I, uh, be publishing this after probably we learn the results. No, I'm publishing of this game. it right at right after we get out of here. So it will be. I'm going to publish timely. this one right away, and we're not going to spend a bunch of time okay. on Knicks Cavs because, like you said, Game Four happening at one o'clock um, Eastern time here. Uh, but Bob, Knicks are up to yeah. one. Jalen Brunson's been awesome. Uh, when mostly, you look at this yes. group, mostly yes. But Mostly. the home atmosphere is great. When the Knicks are good, and they're, they're just when Madison Square Garden is rocking, it's a fun time. It's a fun experience. It, but it really is. Yeah. What has surprised but. you about this series? What has gone the way you expected, and what has gone in a way where you're like, I did not see the series playing out in this fashion. Whether it's a matchup, whether it's a coaching style, rotation choices from Tibbs. What, 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 uh, what do you make of all that? Uh. Um, I, I, I think they, I, I am, I, I think the, the biggest thing of this is, you know, really getting down to the details. I didn't think, I, I didn't realize how the lack of depth that Cleveland was missing behind their, you know, big, they're, they're about behind four of the five starters. You know, the, mm. the Allen and the Mobley group are both awesome defensively. Garland and, and Donovan Mitchell can often get a bucket whenever they want. They're both 
incredible playmakers, ball handlers, and shot creators. But after that, things get a little dicey. And the Knicks have done a really wonderful job of exploiting the fact that they don't have even even anyone resembling a two-way player in five in the five through seven slots in the rotation. Um, hmm. uh, Isaac Okoro, after pretty much a game and a half, has pretty much been booted from the rotation. Chetty Osman has made some shots, but he's a big minus on defense. They've tried reviving the Danny Green, of all people. Playoff Danny Green has made his way back in the mix. They threw Ricky Rubio out there for some extended stints, and he was really not up to snuff. Karis LeVert has had some nice moments on offense, and he's been okay, but that's about it. The Knicks have figured have decided, look, uh, we will, like, Donovan and, and Garland will be able to get theirs. We're going to shut down any, we're going to do our, we're going to do that Thibodeau thing of stopping shots at the rim at all costs, even if it means committing, you know, a, a, a weak side help defender who's one pass away. And they will live and die with the results of those five through seven guys getting open shots. And they mm. think that the math over time will let it play out. I, I really, you know, I hadn't watched enough Cavs games to really see that, but that's a that's a problem. The Cleveland really did uh, empty its clip getting Donovan Mitchell, and they, hmm. right now, I mean, give them a year or two, but <laughs> right now they But they're in they that terrible Clipper spot, right? Where it's like, the Suns are in the same spot where it's like, oh, Torrey Craig's going to be your trusted well, fifth guy. Well, yeah, like, the Suns are in that same spot, but the, Suns, but the Suns also have... Kevin Durant and yeah. Devin Booker, who are better than you. You, you, you mean future Nick <laughs> yeah. Kevin Durant? Yeah, mm. future Nick Kevin Durant. Um, that would be the biggest surprise to me that that has worked as well as it has. Uh, the the biggest improvement in the Cavs is going to be internal, though. It's it's when mm. Evan Mobley, right now, Julius Randle and both of the Knicks centers are really physically pushing him around. They're bullying mm. Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley gets the ball. After, look, if the Knicks trap or help on either one of the Cavs' primary ball handlers, when Evan Mobley becomes the outlet at the top of the key, and they say, you know, he right now can't create a good shot. And that's just mm. because he's only, you know, 21 and 6'11 and about 200 pounds. He just doesn't have the physical strength to be able to deal with. He'll play. get there. He's just not there yet. He'll get there. He will get there. He will develop a consistent, like an effective mid-range game. He will mm. learn. Like if Evan Mobley had a consistent, you know, jumper from the corner from three, that would help a lot because you could. Actually They're being very the careful because he hasn't taken any of those this year. Like that's just not Ooh, something they've added to his no, arsenal. He, They're like, you're not. Don't worry about it. They, he shot a few as a rookie, but this year he's been yeah. below thirty percent most of the year, and they're just not having him flare mm. out to three point line. They don't run pick and pops for him at all. They don't run, you know. Or, yeah, and the Didn't New Jersey roll, do this again, with Brooke, with Brooke Lopez early on? I feel like in his career they waited a couple years before he branched out and became a it really good three point shooter. It was the Jason Kidd season, the first right? successful mm. Jason Kidd season. Um, they told Brooke Lopez, you're shooting threes. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, he, was a, he was a vet he by did. that point, yeah. Yeah, he was already he was already an established 20-point-a-game scorer. He yeah. was their main There was a lot of NBA Twitter discourse said, on that, where it's like, what are you doing? Right. Why are he you making Brooke shooting, Lopez shoot he threes? Was, Brooke, Lopez from the, Brooke Lopez was a 
solid Lopo scorer who completely mm. transformed his game. It's amazing watching Brook Lopez be more effective at 34 than he was at 24. Yeah, because which he's is an wild. Infinitely better defender right now. Like yeah. he could still get if you need. If you if a possession breaks down and you have to and the only option the defense gives you is to dump it to Brook in the post, he can still score from there. Those yeah. skills haven't atrophied or disappeared completely. He's, I mean, they haven't. They're not cluttered. To. When you watch the Bucks with Giannis and Brook, the fact that they've never yeah. had issues with spacing and stuff like you, that would have and been they can do insane it with, to with, think with five uh, years ago. Bobby Crazy Eyes Portis, who can also mm-hmm. stretch the floor a little bit. Yeah, not Crazy Eyes. Mm. <laughs> Andrew, do you think the Knicks are going to win this series with the Cavs? The longer the series has gone on, yeah, I think, I, I absolutely think the Knicks will win this series. Um, because when I look at Cleveland, like, New York got exactly what they wanted mm-hmm. in that split in Cleveland. Because I don't, and you know, you know the cliche: the series doesn't begin until somebody wins on the road. Blah blah blah. I worry about the Cavs in New York hmm. more than I worry about the Knicks in Cleveland, because the Knicks hmm. pl- are a team that play with no fear. Oh uh, yeah, they know what they are. They know. And, they know and, what they and, and, yeah. yeah, they play with no they, fear, and there's no. When, when I look at this Knicks team, like Bob said, they know who they are. They stick to what they do, and they found the. To me, the biggest thing any team in the and I worry about this with the Boston and Atlanta series, a team that plays with confidence in the playoffs can stretch. A five-game series to a six-game series, a six-game series to a potential seven-game series. Like, that's the biggest thing to me when I watch the playoffs is teams playing with confidence, knowing who they are, and can execute at a high rate. I think the Knicks win this series. And it wouldn't shock me if I see, and I know they have the injury to Oladipo, but when Miami is playing with confidence, Her- Hero they... also is out. That's going to be that's. Yeah, that's oh, absolutely. Them. But it's but it's also once again it's, it's uh, when, when it's, a team is playing with Giannis, confidence. Look, if Giannis, com- the, the, it's yes, yes, yes. Let's all genuflect before Heat culture. Blah blah blah. <laughs> you know, playoff yeah. Jimmy, et cetera, et cetera. When 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 assuming Giannis comes back and is a reasonable facsimile of his usual self. I don't think the series is going to last long, uh, but that's that's not. A if there was ever a team, though, moment. and a culture to make it last long, even with uh, Giannis coming back, it would uh, be Miami will put up. A, Miami will put up a good fight. That I just don't think a healthy Giannis. If it goes means, six, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, no, you know. no, no, no. I don't if, know, but if, also, I, well, it has to at Knicks, this point. Miami's up two yeah, one. If Milwaukee's going to win, it's going six. Yeah. yeah. Heat Knicks um, in round two would be a mess without Tyler Hero. And, and, and all of a sudden, you realize. Fight. Yes. You realize, oh, that is absolutely out of like 
seven to two thousand seven Eastern Conference basketball. But that would actually be um, really fun too, because if you get Celtics Sixers as a bloodbath for those two teams, oh, and like yeah, there's no, no love lost there. Yeah, and, and and think about it this way: you have thinking. if 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 it, if it is Bob's heat, loving this Knicks in the Knicks, finals. Think about this. Ugh. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. You're four wins away from an Eastern Conference Finals appearance. MSG, whether they're playing Boston or Philadelphia. I mean, Boston is what we want, right? Like, we want Boston Knicks in the Eastern Conference Finals at this point. I, That'd be fun. Look at Bob. I would be so annoyed. I w- I'm already annoyed <laughs> with the Hawks series. Why? Sadiq Bay is him. Sadiq Bay <laughs> is the four no. who was promised. Capital wow. H, that's, capital that's I, really... capital M. I have been riding the Sadiq Bay should be starting and is the long-term answer at the four for the Hawks all year long. And what he did in game three was sensational. Quinn Snyder pulling out the Sadiq Bay. Let's ride. No John Collins in the fourth this quarter. Is, this, is, this, this is why I was very wow. upset Sadiq Bay at truthers. Boston losing because all of a sudden we have possibly the worst thing it's the worst thing in sports imaginable. Uh-oh. Atlanta Is it out uh, for moving screens? Atlanta sports okay. fan delusion mm-hmm. is alive yeah, and well mm-hmm. and I'm just like Ugh. they're going to be happy. Babe. It's going to be it's going to be all happy. Sweep. It's going to be fine. Oh, but that's okay. They Chase. might win today. The Hold on. They might win today. No, if they win out. today, I will be no, so annoyed. Not- I'm gonna be so annoyed if they win. Can I? Where's 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 Fan Kings and Draft Duel? Uh, where's my <laughs> app? I need to place a bet uh, on this. this well, just go to the Lions. That. Just go to yeah. the Lions facility down the street from my. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll they'll be able to point me in the right direction. Uh, That's true. Um, oh, also, betting in sports. Great job, everybody. Just it's great all job. going well. It's gonna get worse, and I've been saying this for the longest time. And you, you know what? I'm not even gonna say anything anymore. Too There's late. Nothing. There's nothing else that we can say. It's gonna get worse. Congratulations, everybody. Good job. I just think it's gonna be like everything else in our culture, right? We're we're gonna see it. You and I and uh, Bobby are gonna talk about it in the group chat, like, oh, bad. And then people are gonna be like, bad. And then here's another thing that happened. And then we move on. It's just gonna become normalized, where these things just pop up and guys getting suspended, little things like and that it's happen. Not, it's not even corruption of the game thing. It's not like they've got. I yeah. don't think we're gonna get to the point where players are shaving points. Right. I don't think They're we're gonna get to a point where players addicts. are shaving points. But it's going to be fan backlash a on a player. That's I that's mean, what I'm that's what I'm worried about more than a player shaving points because I don't know if you guys have noticed, but like the post pandemic fan interactions have become a bit more brazen, and to me that's very dangerous because I'm just like I know people were all cooped up, but like, damn, have some sense. And with this betting public who, like, there is a weird, I don't know if it's because it's the generation or accessibility, but sports fans now, when it comes to betting, it feels just very, very weird that some of the most unhinged sports fans are now going to include money in their unhinged fandom and to me that's what i worry about more than anybody throwing a game 
Because I, I don't think athletes will actually throw games, knock on wood, uh, unless the money is absolutely there. Like, it's it's got to be an elaborate scheme. Bob, your, yeah, d- your draft favorite of the week. Who have you been <laughs> just all in? We had Brian Branch oh, a couple weeks ago from Bobby. Who yes, is it yes, this yes, week? Yes, Who are you like, about- love this guy, love what I've been reading and hearing about him? To me, mm-hmm. Minnesota center John Michael Schmitz. Oh, I didn't have round. this on my bingo card. Okay. Make the you case, know what, Bob. Body going O-line? Man? Okay. Okay. I see yeah. you eating the tape. For me, double down on, for me, uh, it, it's, there's a non-zero chance the Aaron Rodgers trade might get completed before the draft, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're going to include the extra second they got from Cleveland in the Elijah Moore trade, I think... The reason for doing that was to have a little bit more draft capital to appease the Packers' brain trust and get them to finally pull the trigger. Uh, from what I've read on the internet, how does he fit with Ryan internet, Tannehill? Though, are you going to play two quarterbacks at once in New York? What? Like, I, I still think Ryan Tannehill is the one who ends up in in New York. The longer this goes, the more my just. Hmm. I'm squinting at hmm. you. I'm squinting because it's. Yeah, mm. okay. uh, no, mm. it's not gonna be Ryan Tannehill. No, don't worry. Um, it's it's, if, guys, it's gonna uh, happen. We had this this for those who can't remember the past. The the, the Favre trade in two thousand seven took or took just as long as this one did. Well, but but it but it was hey, also retired, post. It? it was also post draft. Yes, he. And, yeah, and we had nothing else going on during the summer. We had nothing else going on during the summer, Bob. Well, we got um, you off track, Bob. Though. What about this Minnesota center? Because Andrew is all perked up. Andrew is ready for this Minnesota center tape. Do you want... Is this someone you want for the Jets? Or just someone in general? For the Jets. They need a center. Yeah, they need need help Mm. in the interior. They, They... Um, is he a first uh, round Schmitz, guy, second round guy? He, what is no, he? no. But uh, he's a he's a, he's an early second. They might have to okay. spend some draft capital to trade up. But uh, he's a plug and play starter at center. You know, physical, um, good hands, moves with his feet, strength to to move blockers. You know, better. I think he's better against the pass than the run. But that's okay because you know Rogers. Um, I'm excited about that. Uh, I, I think that will. I think they will go for him. There's another Wisconsin center who I haven't read as much about. Who's good? But I'm excited for. Them double down whichever of broderick jones um paris johnson and peter skaronsky is available at 13 grab that O lineman double down around two maybe uh, uh caleb uh kajansky i'm not sure how to pronounce the name caleb, mm. is, as the dt in the second round if he falls brian Brissy also has been dropping out of the first but he's got a first round grade he's got some performance issues you need the you need the hog mollies is my <laughs> point that's my draft strategy for 2023 hog mollies big dudes you want some hogs some big hogs yeah. over there large in New York. lads large, large mobile lads, lads. That's what they mm. need. That's what they need. They need to build in the trenches. Howie Roseman knows what I'm talking about. He does. I would prefer for that to be the case for Atlanta, but I think they're good. Like, I, I'm terrified that P. Sean Robinson is now the betting favorite at number eight. He is? Yes, he is. Were you looking on predicted? Where are you getting this information? Uh, Purple Ball talk this morning. 
Yeah, once again, don't trust. Don't. I'm not trusting Pro. I, I, oh, hold I, on. I'm a Florida guy. Don't. Peter King guy. Oh no, 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 okay. no, no, no. I meant I was thinking Pro Football Focus. No, I like Pro Football Talk. No, Pro Football uh, Focus. I, I don't will, think. No. I would be very surprised if if Atlanta, which is, you know, needs more guys before they can talk about adding a running back, is going to. I was going to say like. They still got Tyler Algier. Why do they need mm-hmm. the running back? I don't care how I good think Bijan. well, I mean Arthur Smith loves running the football. It's not like he won't be used. Like Bijan will get carries, and that is a nightmare if you're able to rotate those three because Cordell got banged up last year. Like he's not a every down guy anymore, but he's a good third down back option. Algier came on at the end of last year. I Algier's don't like fine, it. A, but they're gonna block have, and they're gonna run. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like love it enough. either. But they don't have a pass rush. They don't they don't hold have on. Calais Campbell well, now seen... in the building. No, they got, he's they what forty eight years old. <laughs> I think we're the same age. I think Calais and I like. Can Just, oh, sorry, Jeff sorry. He, he, he mentioned. Well, oh, Je- Jeff. Okay, here's Mike the thing Hughes? about Jeff Okuda. I do. Uh, maybe I. I don't know. I Atlanta is in Bates? a weird. Atlanta is in a weird spot. How is it weird to be the NFC South favorites? A Super Bowl I mean, dark be, horse in the NFC to, going into next year. Okay. Desmond Ritter stop. is number nine now. He's back to his bread and butter. He's back to number nine. We're all in, Andrew. Healthy Kyle Pitts. Drake oh London God. building off Atlanta, rookie of the year. Atlanta <laughs> fans' delusion is just... It, like, why? Why do you people do this to yourselves? Also, that division... just it's so put bad. That div- put that division on PAX or ION or whatever wow. network... Uh, the Pac-12 is going to be on. The CW. Yeah. Oh, well, either. Yeah. Um, seriously, though, I, I do not. It, Atlanta, I would say maybe Detroit. Like, there is such a weird, like, hey, we could go for a quarterback next year, but what are we going to do in the interim? And it's like. Guys, just, just, just stick to one game plan and go with it. Don't sit here and be like, "Well, we could do this, we could do that." It's like they're playing really crappy hands of poker, and it's just like, dude, nobody cares. Like you were, do do not overplay your hand and try and get fancy with this. Like for some teams, just draft the highest guy available. Or just draft like whoever's highest on your draft board. Just get that guy. Don't don't play two three dimensional chess when everybody's looking at you like you have no idea what you're doing. Just uh, just I I just wish GMs would simplify draft picks more. And it feels like more and more all of these you know draft nicks and all of these GMs are trying to go three four level chess. Like you're the freaking Patriots? No, dude. Nobody. No. Just. No. Bob, no. did Dylan Brooks deserve to get tossed last night in the Lakers? <laughs> yes, game? he did. Yes. I love it. I am entirely in favor of the Dylan Brooks supervillain uh, turn. He it's sucks great. at it. He mm. sucks at being a villain. He's not good at it. That is why we all are just like, dude, like, what do you like? Your your Joe Kim Noah He's, impression sucks. It's not even a good Evan Turner impression. It's so bad. I also, that was one of the one, one of the great 
early, early like uh, how can we turn a meme into reality campaigns was when Mark Titus decided that Evan Turner was nicknamed the villain and like <laughs> tormented him about it from like Indiana into the pros. Um, hmm. uh, like all of the things he's done, like it, it's just, I get the wrestling heel turn of saying to LeBron James that he's old and washed and come get me, bro. And LeBron didn't even have a monster LeBron James game. He LeBron's not washed, but LeBron has entered a different time. We're watching these games. Like y'all see it too. Like he's, he's not driving. He's not, he's not the same dude. No, he's handling he the, picks ball. the spots. He's, He's been playing basketball for 20 years. Not, no, no, no. I, I understand. What I'm saying is, like, there he is different. Like, I wonder if people He's do. He's like, still, look at his numbers. They haven't No, but I'm saying really watch the games, changed. Bob. Watch the oh, games. Oh, eyeball. You got to watch test, the games, test. Bob. He's a little I bit different. Do, yeah, you're right. But I don't watch the games. <laughs> computer. It's like the the kid on the bus thing where it's like the stats versus uh, he's got that dog in him um, or he knows ball. What is that uh, meme? Um, I forgot. What I know what you're talking about. Yes. That's but what I'm yeah, I look Dylan Brooks. I, no offense when I say this, but Stevie Wonder could have seen what was going to happen to Dylan Brooks. Mm. On, like like when when you just know. When somebody is talking cash, you know, mm-hmm. and you know that they don't have it in them to back it up, and you're just looking at him, and I'm just, he's hes old, he's washed, he's saying all this. LeBron didn't have to say anything. Nobody had to say anything. Everybody, it's like, we've seen LeBron's movies. Dylan Brooks, you are not that guy. And we've seen Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is a marginally decent pro, and you're going to do that? Okay. We know what's going to happen. Like, I wish I could have just gone to the to a draft. Once again, betting. Wish I would just open or downloaded the DraftKings app or whatever, or FanDuel or MGM, and just bet what whatever the over was for the Lakers. Just throw all your money at it because – this team, Andrew, gambling, Memphis, gambling is sinful. You know this. You're not I, okay, but, but but here's the thing about Memphis, and everybody has been saying it all season long. This team, although they're fun and adorable and it's great, when they get down to it, they're going to fold. And if Dylan Brooks is your guy saying that to LeBron, you might as well just start. Hey, Cancun on three. Like, Yovan, friend of the pod, had he tweeted this out ahead of the game last night. He said, quote, Dylan Brooks' comments about his defense on James aren't based in reality. According to NBA.com, James has scored 26 of his 49 points against Brooks, shooting a sizzling 61.1% against him. Brooks has been more of a gnat than an agitator. Flames. And, and when he... When, when Dylan Brooks did what he did to get kicked out of the game, that was it. That was the worst admission of defeat mm. that I've ever seen. And I'm just like, this dude is like, he's going to be in, you know, in the big three uh, in like two years anyway. So. He's one Whoa. of those guys. Oh. Whoa, that's a bold take. How old is I Dylan mean, Brooks now? How long has he been in the league? 
what is he? He's been in the league for maybe about four, five. It's got to be more than that. He's closing in on ten. He has to be. He's been no, because he was there. He's twenty-seven. Okay. He's because he was at. He graduated. Let's see. In two thousand seventeen, from. He's been. He's been. This in is the year league. six. Yeah, mm. it's but it, he should know. And I, I'm sorry, if Dylan Brooks is the one going after LeBron. Back it up, Cancun on three. Like, I also just—I mean—you watched it. The Lakers' defense has been was, I mean, has been sensational. And what they were doing for the last Jared few Vanderbilt, months, post, Vanderbilt's amazing. Post trade deadline, LA has been fantastic. Yeah. Um, and once again, it's guys knowing what their roles are. You know, additional pieces playing with confidence like this. Even the look, I don't think they'll reach the Western Conference Finals. But if the Lakers did reach the Western Conference Finals, that to me is look. I know it's all about rings and trophies, but to me, that's still an amazing accomplishment. Knowing where this team was at one point. I mean, Bob, do you think the Lakers lose or win this series, or do you think the Grizzlies get the get Game Four and then with home? court advantage they still are able to find their way out of the series or do you think it is the lakers to lose uh yeah if if uh i I think i think the bigger problem for the for the grizzlies is the fact they don't have stephen adams and they don't have brandon clark Mm -hmm. and and they've had you know john morant and out of games let's you know all of the capital D drama and the trash talking and all of that. That's, that's, it's a lot of sound and fury and signifying nothing. The, pro, the, the problem is now is that the Lakers, look, the Lakers give Rob Palinka credit, a sentence I never <laughs> thought I'd say, but mm-hmm. give him the credit he's due here. He did do a very solid job of taking what was a top heavy and 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 ill-suited roster to LeBron James's talents whether or not you want to say how much they've diminished the conversation for another day but he did do a good job of doing what every GM has done in when it comes to putting in role players next to LeBron James about guys who are again two-way players guys who can shoot in particular and guys who can wings who can defend that's what they've got they've got so they got you know LeBron is going to be able to create Anthony Davis can can score from all four all three levels um and around him they've got you know again D'Angelo Russell you need to respect him from the perimeter same thing for Malik Beasley uh Austin Reeves has been arguably you know their their fourth best player uh Rui Hachimura has gone on uh, an insane like heater at, at the perfect time right now they just they're just more talented than than Memphis again Adams and also Brandon Clark allowed uh Jaron Jackson Jr. to freelance on defense and not have to be the BL and end all covering up for you know Morant who's not a great defender and 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 all the other leaks in the in the Grizzlies defense so especially and and especially in terms of getting the Grizzlies second chance points which they are just not getting right now because they don't have the the horses to battle on the board so just in terms of pure talent, I think yeah, the Lakers are probably going to win. I think in one I had in one betting pool, I I think I was the only person to pick the Grizzlies. I really thought that John Morant was just going to go off, but 
you know, missed. He waited. Like, he went off half. in the fourth quarter. I mean, it was pretty amazing what yeah, he was doing. It when took Charles a while cooking, it's fun, over, but it, it took got... a long time. The game was really over. Yeah. Like, it. Yeah, that first that quarter was, was a nightmare. I there's there's I, a there's still a non-zero chance that John Morant could just go full like super scion on LA for the remain for the remainder of the series and, and they win it in six or seven. That's I got a question game. for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if the Grizzlies had a veteran presence on the bench in the rotation. Are we having these conversations? I think Steven Adams playing would have made it. Yeah. There's your veteran right there. But to me, I I don't know. Look, I get, I love Steven Adams. He's great. But I don't know if Steven Adams is the guy that's going to get in somebody's face. Well, well, I mean, I don't, I, again, I don't think Dylan. Or, 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 or it's not even just getting in somebody's face. It's just pulling them aside, you know, getting everybody in line. I don't know if Steven Adams is that guy. For, for, for the last two and a half, maybe three years, the Grizzlies have played with this exact kind of frenetic, often chaotic, occasionally self-destructive emotion slash vibe. I don't think you can, I don't, I don't care how much veteran mentoring a sage leader might bring to that locker room. This is what they are. And they're a very fun team when it works, but they're just a lot less fun when it doesn't. Again, if we're talking about knowing who you are as a team, this is who they are. I, I it's it to me. There's there's no one singular presence who could be, who would make that significant a difference. Again, I, I I think Stephen Adams' ability to set screens for Bain and Morant is far more important than him saying. Crikey, settle down, mates. Or that's my terrible Australian, like New Zealand accent. Doesn't sound like that. Well, also, just him being able to keep sorry, Jackson Andrew. out I of. I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Didn't happen. Deleted. Not didn't happen. It, it okay. happened. Um, just him being able to absorb a lot of this contact. Because like Anthony Davis has just been thriving down low. Um, in yeah, this they series. don't have. They don't have the like. They don't have the size to really handle and jaron's good it's not his fault but he's just fighting for his life down there he's the only one yeah jaron's good but it's just him yeah yeah i still think the grizzlies win in seven i still think they're a different team at home sure yeah they could they they steal the next game then it's best of three with the grizzlies having two at home sure yeah i think game four is critical if they go down game four then i think it's over in game six in la but yeah i that's that to me that's where that's for the Grizzlies, win game four. Because if you don't win game four, we've seen how fragile mentally this team is mm. at points. You'd be down, what, 3-1? Yeah. Yeah, dog. I don't they're know about that. And they're also a different team on the road. Like, you go through the road sets, and in L.A. especially, it's just been a house of horrors for them. Um, yeah, I don't I don't see it happening if they drop game four. But if they win game four, I think they win the series. One, series two, is three, up yeah. in the air, yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, the West is wild. The West is so open across the board. Outside of what, Timberwolves. Uh, I say, yeah, Minnesota, Denver. <laughs> that's got to be frustrating, too, if you're a Timberwolves fan. Shout out to all of our OG Timberwolves bloggers. Uh, but losing a, an important player uh, to uh, punching. What was it? What did he punch? The, what, uh, when he was walking out in frustration in the Rudy Gobert fight game with Kyle Anderson. I what, thought what he punched he punch? a wall. Did he punch a he wall? He punched a wall. Re- it was, okay. yeah, yeah. It was one of the McDaniels's, I think. Yes, Jay the good one who starts. Uh, 
Yes. Jalen McDaniels, not Jaden. Yeah, Jaden's the one who doesn't play and is not good for Charlotte, right? He had some moments for Philly. He had some nice moments in the game yesterday. He's a talented young. Yeah. I like the McDaniels. There you go. The McDaniels. The the, the McDaniel. Yes, the McDaniel. Exactly. um, No, I mean, look. This is what you wanted to do, Minnesota. Congratulations. I hope it was worth it. We get one of those like every three yeah, or the, four the years in, in a professional I don't know sport. How <laughs> the Timberwolves are going to dig? Kyle, they turn the TikTok camera to, on. They kind of have to trade Rudy. <laughs> they they have to dump Rudy, right? Every, like, yeah, it's, 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 they have it ain't to. working. It's not working. I mean, I I applaud. We had a conversation this summer, which I applauded them for going for it for mm. zigging a little bit when everyone's egged for going with two centers in an age when everyone is trying to load up on you know multiple you know as many six five to six eight wings as they possibly can so i thought that was cool and interesting and different not that guy <laughs> wrong guy wrong kid died That's a winner. That is a winner. Um, um, something that's been suggested by quite a few Mavs friends of mine is uh, trading is Dallas going for Rudy Gobert. So sure. okay, so what wh- what does Dallas give up? Because fine. Well, they got to give up a lot of dudes to match contracts. Uh, well, to I was going to say uh, you don't have to give salary. up much because like they're doing Minnesota no. solid. If they let Minnesota they're, out of the Rudy Gobert they, contract, it, I think it is. I think it's something along the lines of their unused contracts, like Dwight Powell, Davis Bertans, and and maybe they need to put Tim Hardaway Jr. in there to make it work. And you say, give us a protected first, and we call it a day. Rudy Gobert, Luka Doncic, and Kyrie Irving. What could go wrong? Congratulations. What could possibly go wrong? Congratulations, Dallas. Being coached by Jason Kidd, who we've already learned via the owner, is not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. That's that's, that's the tempest in a teapot we're we're putting together. Here's here's the thing I'm I'm super excited about. Uh, This team is going to, if that trade went down, it would be, you know, how long does it go? Maybe one or two hours. Oh, man, Dallas is a contender in the West until everybody just joins me in the... So they're going to be fighting for they, either the, the, the fourth seed look, or the seventh seed. <laughs> Dallas is in, has has absolutely put themselves in. I can't even, it's, it's so bad. It's somehow worse than when the Nets were stuck with... Uh, no picks and you know an aging Durant and an aging sorry aging Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. I I I do, they have to shout have, out Billy King. They have to have a very good. They have to have a season that makes Luka Doncic happy next year. That's their only job. So is it is it is it, is it top four? Is it top three? I don't know. Luka Doncic just has to be happy. That is their. I don't know what that so, would require. Moving the team to Latvia, maybe. Uh, I know what it requires. I know what it requires. It, Slovenia. It Sorry, moving the team to Mark Slovenia, Cuban. maybe. Mark Cuban has to basically just wake up every morning. Don't say good morning to his kids. Don't say good morning to his wife. Just text Luca. Hey, buddy, thinking about you. Need anything from me? 
and move heaven and earth every single day. Got to message him on Cyberdust every single day. Do so you remember Mark Cuban's Cyberdust? I do remember that. <laughs> oh, man, that's, um, a, that, that's a... Wow. Mark Cuban's just going to be perpetually driving around looking to find DeAndre Jordan's house at night. Chris <laughs> Broussard. Another... Oh, man. The, look, um, man... NBA free agency. Uh, so I don't know what that means. Thing. Basically, you are going to the only thing they can because if Luca even begins to sound somewhat like he wants to go elsewhere, congratulations, you have condemned this franchise to the toilet forevermore. That's what the options are. You convince Luca to say I'm happy here and does not want to trade, or permanent dumpster fire. That those are the options that are on the table. So I don't know if oh, it's, absolutely. I, don't know if it's, I don't know if Rudy Gobert is the answer to is path one, and that's the way that Luca is happy. But you've just got to go to him. They've got um, limited assets to improve themselves. So you're already taking on somebody else's damaged goods. If that's what you're. Are you talking about, about Dallas right now? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dallas. The only way for Dallas to imp- and look. Say what you will about Rudy Gobert alienating himself from two franchises in, in fairly short order. You certainly got to hand it to him, folks. It's, yeah. it's actually impressive, honestly. But he is and remains an excellent rim protector and defender. There, are, He has problems with that. He still hasn't developed much of a game. You can't still dump the ball into the post when he's got a mismatch. Teams in the playoffs will still switch wings onto him because they know they can get away with it, blah, blah, blah. But... Again, it's the it's the make Luca happy at all costs plan, and anything just, else will result in disaster. I don't think it's gonna be Gobert. Here's my you ready for my galaxy brain take, and uh, we gotta get you sure. out of here, Bob. Um, don't here's say what I think it. happens. Don't you say summer. it? Nope. Don't you dare say. I it. think Trey for Carl Anthony Towns happens. Oh my God! What? I think that's what they do. I think they recalibrate. They organize the roster a little bit better, and they are like. Carl or Gobert, no, one of the two. No, but I also no. see Trey no, and Gobert no, were meant to play together. No, they were meant to do this. Like no, Trey loves the Clint Capella types. Trey, he would actually no. thrive with Gobert hate in Minnesota. It. I hate every single thing about that trade. I think Trey versus mm. Trey for Car Anthony Towns happens no, this summer. No, Chase. No, I think it happens. Nope. I don't, okay. like, Andrew, I don't like that deal one bit. I hate. I hate sure. every single feeling about that deal y'all are both no. so then that's that's a good place to end it they, our misery is a good place disgusted to end. both andrew yeah. and bob to end this podcast um well bob what can you plug here uh going uh, into i don't this have week. a story Any? to plug right now but you can always find me on twitter at b-o-b-s-a-i-e-t-t-a bob sayeto while that garbage site is still <laughs> operational and uh, i'm sure you'll find me on i don't know somewhere in post or mastodon or Substack notes or I don't know something else when it goes kaput. It was a yeah. delightful week. It was a delightful week for those spending time on Twitter yesterday watching Elmo break down. That was delightful. <laughs> that was fun. Yes, uh, you can find me on Twitter there. There you go. And read Bob in the Daily Beast. Go subscribe if you are yep. not already subscribed to the Daily Beast. Um, Andrew Hammond, AL.com. Go subscribe there if you'd like to read about the the fire that is burning uh, in Tuscaloosa with uh, wow. an anemic offense. And just keep wow. up with the fall yeah, I mean, of Alabama. I, this dude over here I'm has so ready enjo- for Tennessee ha- Bama. hasn't enjoyed 
looking forward to a Tennessee volunteer season since like what 2002, 2003. No, last year I looked forward to it. I predicted ten wins last year. It's on the podcast. Oh, here's some here's some Tennessee love. I have mm. uh, Hendon Hooker will go in the first round. Okay. Late okay, first. so oh, oh, okay. Oh, we talked about Who'd this last you, week when you weren't here, Bob. It, it's going to be the Vikings oh. and Andrews. Oh not gonna be God, no. Uh, I think it is going to be please, the Vikings. So. Please don't do this to me. Um, but no, al.com. Endo, uh, ton, a ton of draft stuff uh, coming this week from both Alabama and Auburn. And yeah, uh, so I, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. There you go. Bob, Andrew, thank you as always, and I will talk to you all next week. This has been Ingram, radio voice of the Atlanta Braves, and I'm here to tell you that you've reached the end of today's episode of the Chase Thomas Podcast. As a friend of the podcast, I'd like to say thank you for listening to today's episode and hope you return for the next one. To show your support for the program, tell a friend or coworker or even a family member about the program, and if you're an Apple Podcast listener, leave the show a rating and a review. It goes a long way. That'll do it for me. But don't forget to listen to myself and the rest of the team at 680 The Fan and the Braves Radio Network this season. Go Braves! Chase, I think I'm going to hear more about you. I really do. I think you've got a way about you, but you're interviewing, mm-hmm. you're, um, pleasantness, you're smart. So I think I'm going to hear big things about you. Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas Podcast. Hell yeah. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.